everybody and welcome back to my bookcast. I just came to the conclusion that I haven't given out many book recommendations in a while. So I was thinking about which genre I should to recommend and I thought why not do two to three books per each genre and just go through and give my personal favorites for each genre so that no matter what type of books you like reading, hopefully you'll find something you like here. First genre I'm going to tackle is historical fiction. So I've picked out three books that are my personal favorites and that also happen to tackle different facets of history. So we have Wolf by Wolf by Ryan Groudon, which follows World War II, Circe by Madeline Miller, which is Greek mythology, and Babel by R.F. Kuang, which is kind of like 1800s industrialization and imperialism. So Wolf by Wolf is phenomenal. I think it's my favorite World War II historical fiction. And it follows Yael, who is a Jewish girl. And this book is a alternate timeline. So it's when the Axis powers have won the war. And Yael has the ability to skin shift, meaning she can morph her face to look like someone else's. So her goal is to skin shift into the winner of last year's motor race. And that winner has the ability to meet Hitler, and that's when Yael plans to kill him. So it's very gripping, it's really powerful, I love the writing, and it's a duology. And the second book is like just as good, and we get so much more of the characters and their relationships. Circe by Madeline Miller is your classic Greek mythology. It follows Circe, the daughter of Helios, and she's banished to a deserted island by Zeus. It's kind of her story of all her interactions with different Greek figures throughout time. So she meets Odysseus and the Minotaur and Icarus and Medea, and it's just all of those stories through her perspective, because usually like in the Odyssey, you don't really hear much about Circe. It's so well written. I think the best thing about Madeline Miller's writing is she's able to make a story feel so real and palpable and you're just sucked into it immediately. And lastly, we have Babel, an Arcane History by R.F. Kuang, that's the full name. It's kind of hard to explain. Like, it's very based in etymologies, historical backgrounds, like really the nitty-gritty of history more than the actual plot, in my opinion. So it's about Robin, who is adopted, I guess, by a white professor. He moves to England to learn about Greek, Latin, Mandarin, and English. And it's really a story about linguistics. And it takes place in 1800s Oxford. So you do have that dark academia feel, but you also have all the like political aspects of the 1800s. And I love RF Kuang. I love the Poppy Wars. Like I said, this one's definitely more nitty gritty. So if you are more leaning towards like history rather than fantasy or like plot, then I would say this one is probably better for you. But, and I would definitely recommend it for the history nerds. On the note of Poppy War, I wanted to transition into my fantasy recommendations. So these range from YA fantasy to adult fantasy. So Poppy War by R.F. Kuang, an amazing trilogy. I think it might be one of, if not my favorite, like adult fantasies of all time. 
it is phenomenally well done and it also does have some historically based aspects but it's not as much as Babel. It kind of takes threads from the Sino-Japanese wars and it's just full of different themes of like injustice and vengeance and like war obviously in the perspective of a peasant girl who has just been granted admission into this very elite academy for military. So what I love about this book is that it has lots of fantastical aspects. There's like this whole separate realm of spirits and like magic that exists within this world and it's full of action, full of amazing, amazing characters. Like I think if I just read this book by itself and didn't get the rest of the character development in book two and three, I would still love it because this book is so compelling and cohesive in terms of all its different interwoven themes. Everything is just perfectly done. Then we have Legend Born by Tracy Dion. This one is, I think it's gonna be a trilogy. I've only read the first two books because those are the only books that are out. So this follows Brie. I guess it could also say it has historically based elements. It's like Arthur's Knights of the Round Table mythology. And Brie goes to UNC Chapel Hill. And there, there is a secret society full of descendants of Arthur. And she discovers this whole dual world where there are like monsters, mages, and squires. It really is like knights of the round table. And they come together and they try to fight these monsters that are coming through and destroying and killing people. Not much to say besides that, like it's a very intricate book, but characters were amazing. There is a blooming love triangle, so if you're into that. And honestly, just a great introductory slash segue book into high fantasy like it's a YA fantasy but it does draw elements from high fantasy that give you the ability to start with this book and then slowly gradually morph into higher new adult fantasy and the last book like basically what I'm recommending is any book by this author which is Stephanie Garber who wrote Caraval the trilogy and Once Upon a Broken Heart soon to be trilogy the third book is yet to be released Caraval so whimsical and magical. Stephanie Garber is for those readers who want fantasy but kind of want it more like magic infused. It's really just a book to have fun with and Caraval is basically it's a once a year performance that lets participants and watchers become a part of this game like a big picture game that is occurring and they don't even know it. It's three books. I think my favorite one is the second one and each book follows a different person. I think the last two follow the same one, but the first one is a different perspective. I've read it twice. The first time I was like meh because I just was not in the mood. I just wanted to read it. But the second book, if you want to love this book, you will love this book is what I've learned. And then Once Upon a Broken Heart. Okay, the first book was not that good, I will admit. But the second book goes crazy. I talked about this, I think a few episodes ago. But when I say I cannot wait for the third book, I seriously mean it. I will do anything to get my hands on that book. So good. Again, same type of Stephanie Garber fantasy. Very magical, very mystical, and otherworldly. I definitely think you should start with Caraval because they're both based in the same universe. So Caraval first, and then Once Upon a Broken Heart. Next is contemporary slash romance books. 
First, we have Ace of Spades, which is self-described as Get Out meets Gossip Girl. And I would honestly very much agree with that. We have a primarily white educational institution. And we have an anonymous like gossiper, texter, who is out to get the two black students at the school. So sharing secrets, sabotaging everything that they do. It's honestly a book to shed light on the systemic racism that exists within schools like these and the government and the plot twist. Woo, that was crazy. I was blown away by this book. It was amazingly well done and it's YA, but I honestly think it's for everyone and everyone should read it. Then next is Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bouilly, which I have not talked about in quite a minute. It's about Donis, a biracial indigenous girl, and she witnesses a murder at her reservation and she enmeshes herself with the investigation and goes undercover to figure out what happened. I don't remember much about this book because I read it in, I think, 2020, but I read half of it or three-fourths of it in literally one night. I think I say this every time I talk about this book, but the author literally went to like an FBI drug like camp to understand how th these types of investigations work. Like that's how much detail and research was put into this and it really shows through. Like it's so interesting and Donis is definitely a character you can't help but root for. Lastly, we have People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. So this is a romance. And the other two books, Ace of Spades, I mean, kind of has a romance and Firekeeper's Daughter kind of has a romance, but this one is like very much romance based. So we follow Poppy and Alex and they were best friends until two years ago when something happened and they haven't spoken since. In current day, I guess, she decides to go on a final trip to kind of clear the air with Alex because when they were friends, they used to go on a week-long trip across the world, like every year or something. As you can probably guess, things unfold on this trip, and this is where the romance takes place. I love this book. I think it's my favorite out of the three Emily Henry books so far. The thing that I love the most was the vacation part because there's so much about like where they go, and what they do and stuff. And I think that's the most interesting part. Obviously the romance is great, but so many swoon-worthy moments. I love, love, love the characters. They just mesh so well. And I just think a great like summer read. If I were to go on vacation, I would bring this book with me. Then we have sci-fi, which I thought was important to put in here, even though it's kind of similar to fantasy. But when I say sci-fi, I mean more dystopian type stuff. So we have Skyward by Brandon Sanderson. I literally just read this. Yes, I am still in a reading slump, but I did manage to read one book and that was Skyward and I still have yet to start the second book, Starsight. But I surprisingly gave this five stars. This is probably not surprising for people who are fans of Brandon Sanderson because everyone loves his books. I did not expect to like this book as much as I did. I don't know if that five stars was just on the high of reading it, but it was just supremely, like exceedingly well done. We have Spensa 
whose dream has always been to become a pilot in this planet that I guess the human race is trapped on. Still don't really know the details of that. Probably will come in the following books. And basically what a pilot does is they fight to protect the human race from these, quote, aliens called the Krell. And all these other aspiring pilots at this academy learning how to fly. It's just her story of learning how to navigate flight school and simultaneously having her own little side project going on that could possibly impact her near future. And also discovering what happened to her father many years ago because the reason she wanted to become a pilot was because her father was one, but he died in action because he was a quote traitor to the government and she wants to know why he would do that and really what happened that day that he was shot down. I can finally say that I'm like a solid sci-fi fan. I think my tastes have improved because two years ago I could not say the same and th I think this is an ongoing series. I have the first two books. I'm just so excited. So many plot twists. Highly recommend. And then Shatter Me by Tahir Mafi. I just finished this series like right before my reading slump and I think it's the reason I had my reading slump. Six books, I think, not including novellas, amazing. Actually, I don't know if I would call it amazing, very addictive. Writing, not very high quality, if that makes sense. Plot, addictive, not very high quality, again. So we're seeing a pattern. Characters. You know what, I would say characters are not only addictive, but they're, they're getting towards something adequate. But if you're in the mood for that compelling series that you just can't get enough of, this is for you. Like, I think the difference between this and Skyward is that Skyward is not only addictive, but it has like amazing writing and amazingly well done world and execution. For the weeks that I read this book, read this series, I read a book each night and the book would range from range from 300 to 500 pages so i would come home after school and just read a book and then go to sleep that was how compulsive this series was if you are looking for nothing but that type of obsessive reading then this is all you need lastly we have the mystery genre and i wanted to start out with one of my all-time favorite books, If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. I don't ever shut up about this book. Dark Academia, pretentious theater students at an elite art college. A murder happens and it's basically like a psychological dive into what's going on in all of their brains trying to figure out who murdered this person. And the first chapter is like 10 years later after the main character has been imprisoned for this murder that we don't know if he committed or not. So really the story is like, did the main character, Oliver, commit this murder? If not, who did? How do we get there? So very intriguing psychological read. And also, if you're a big fan of Shakespeare, read it. The book is based on Shakespeare. Not only does it have a plethora of Shakespeare references, but like the whole plot and the whole setup is divided into acts and the kind of Shakespearean formatting. So definitely if you're a shaky fan or if you're just a literature-like geek, definitely for you. Then we have Truly Devious 
by Maureen Johnson. This is a YA mystery. Again, kind of dark academia, and there's a murder, or like multiple murders, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, because it's like, I think, a trilogy. So, multiple murders. We have this aspiring detective, I would say, and she goes to a really big private school in Vermont, where 50 or 100 years ago, the founder's wife and child were abducted, and the only thing that was left by the abductor was a note signed by someone called Truly Devious. The main character has come to the school to figure out what has happened however many years ago, and she just does a deep dive into the school's history, like all the clues and like the case because the case was never fully like answered. So it's just her gathering this information and figuring it out. And I would say that the ending, like the actual reveal of what happened was pretty good. I wouldn't say a little bit of a letdown, but it was definitely not what I was expecting. Lastly, we have How to Survive Your Murder by Danielle Valentine. This is interesting because it kind of has a fantastical aspect to it, which is a little bit different. I personally think of it as Happy Death Day with a little bit of a whodunit and the final girl type of trope. We follow Alice, who is the only witness in her sister's murder, and she's basically testifying to say that this is the person who killed my sister. And on the first day of the trial, she is knocked out and kind of transported through time back to the fateful day that her sister, fateful night actually, that her sister was killed. So that's what I mean when I say fantastical, like she was sent back in time, which doesn't make any sense, but it happened. I think the thing I loved about this book the most was you don't know the answer until literally the very last page. Danielle teases at so many different possibilities, so many different answers, and you're so sure of who the murderer is or what really happened. I literally had three different suspects throughout the entire book, and I was banked on one of them for like a good two-thirds of it, and then I was banked on another for like the last 10 pages, and then on the very last page, the author proved me wrong. It was just mind-boggling, and there were so many horror movie references if you're into that. I remember receiving this book and not knowing if I would enjoy it or not because I'm not a thriller horror fan. But I would say if you're a beginner in thriller, an advanced reader in thriller, you should read it. The last plot twist was insane. I don't know if it's because I'm an inexperienced reader or because it was genuinely that crazy, but I think it was. Before I wrap this up, I wanted to give an honorable mention to Heartstopper as part of, like, I guess the graphic novel genre. Heartstopper, amazing. There are like four volumes. Fifth volume is on its way. Fluffy, lighthearted. So. And those are all of my favorite books per each genre. I think I tackled most of them. The only thing I didn't do was nonfiction because I don't really read nonfiction except for like in school and don't really have any favorites. A lot of these books are all time favorites. A lot of them are for readers of all different levels and for those who are interested into getting into a different genre. 
So for those type of people, I hope this helped and I hope you find one that you will really enjoy. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Love your favorite bookworm.